0: Hey guys, Trey Copeland here Yeah, that tall guy that plays a bit of cricket You're listening to Moving the Chain Yo, what's up guys? It's Chad Townsend from Talkin' the Town Hey sports fans, Nick Davis here and you're listening to Moving the Chain the chains,
1: I'm about to make a Welcome, welcome, welcome to week 27 of the Movement Chains podcast. Only two of us in the co-pilot's chair tonight is uh, Chad Townsend and, of course, myself. uh, We're waiting on Nick Davis, but he's a no-show at the moment. Uh, Copes, congratulations. Just had little Lennon, uh, so he won't be here tonight. And Tristan from Top Sport is out on a... he's, He's so rich, this bloke. He's out on a boat with his family for a couple of days uh it's the riverboat ron we're calling him riverboat tristan so uh he won't be here tonight but chad townsend how are you brother
0: yeah good thanks sarah look great to be here obviously you know we're missing our few buddies tonight but a big massive shout out to our man copes on the arrival of baby lennon wonderful amazing news here look dicky tonight has been an absolute no show we've been waiting for him on the show he's in a no show like like Mm. like the raiders did on the weekend
1: it's interesting, isn't it? We can't uh, get enough time into the show when the Raiders win, but when they get absolutely wrist a little bit hard to find, uh, much like the Dallas Cowboys fans this year. Okay, tonight, uh, of course, the Movement Chains podcast is sponsored by topsport.com.au, where you can get all the best odds, not only in the NFL, but racing and sport worldwide. Please gamble responsibly. On tonight's show, uh, we talk about this issue uh, that's going on with the suspended game of the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens. Players are going down everywhere with uh, COVID. How big is an issue is this going to be heading into the playoffs? Uh, Will Fuller is suspended for six games for PEDs. That's just makes the Houston Texans even worse. The Browns, are they getting enough credit for the eight and three start to the year? The best start they've had th- since 1994. I think that's, that's the uh, the stat. Uh, the pressure is piling on Tom Brady and the Bucks, or is it Bruce Arion and the Bucks? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, and is it time for Jalen Hurts in Philly? Of course, stud and dad, top sport multi and the Cronulla beer fantasy player to watch the this week, but let's get stuck into it. Chad Townsend, uh, this huge issue at the moment with players in COVID uh, getting COVID in the NFL. They elected not to go into a bubble, uh, much like the NRL, but it is becoming a huge issue now, especially for the Pittsburgh Steelers because they've already missed their sort of mini bye week, uh, and now they've had to play. They're going to have to play a game four days after they play the Baltimore Ravens, who have been struck down by COVID.
0: Yeah, look, Steve, I think it's obviously, you know, the huge talking point around the league at the moment. I think, you know, America as a whole, they're still so far behind, I guess, mm. you know, us as a country as well, you know, they've got still so many infections, so many people in hospitals. And I guess, obviously, you know, with these players not electing to go into a bubble, it has affected them. And I think, you know, when you look at, I guess, what we've done down here and, in the NRL and to go into a bubble and to make those sacrifices. We played a whole season without one NRL player contracting COVID-19. And, and, you know, some of the best players in the NFL are week to week, you know, missing out and going on the COVID list and not being able to play games. So I think those players over there, they really need to, you know, put themselves in a bit of a bubble to make sacrifices because at the end of the day, they're only affecting their team not being able to play. And what we're going to see is
1: the playoffs are coming up very, very soon. We saw the NBA go into a bubble. Obviously, the NRL has done it. Everyone in Australia has done it and be able to put the product out on the field. But this happening with uh, Philadelphia uh, – sorry, beg your pardon – Pittsburgh playing Baltimore. They will play Wednesday afternoon. Uh, what kind of team are Baltimore going to have? And does this hurt their playoff chances of seeding and all that kind of stuff? Because uh, for me, it's going to affect later on down the track. If, if you lose Ben Roethlisberger or Lamar Jackson COVID – in the playoffs like we could have a Denver Broncos sort of situation where you don't have a recognized quarterback on your roster
0: yeah definitely and and that's what I mean by the players, you know potentially sacrificing now because we're heading into the pointy end of the season and the Ravens who have been struck by COVID you know Lamar Jackson marking and, and a few others not being able to play like that's severely going to hurt their team like Lamar Jackson is the reigning MVP of the league and to not be available, it hurts himself. And obviously it hurts their team. So for them, you know, I guess my, uh, my advice would be act like you've got COVID. Don't go out. Don't, you know, you've, you've got a lot of money to just stay up cooped up in your mansion and then, you know, get on, get on the field on Sundays
1: especially uh, let's just quickly before we move on to the next subject, but this Denver Broncos situation, they played my new Orleans saints for the three quarterbacks on the roster. uh, Dan Oloski from ESPN. And uh, he was on first take yesterday talking about you're a backup to a backup. This is your chance to play. And you don't wear a mask. Like how ridiculous is this? Like, can you imagine your understudy at the sharks, the understudy under that, and you're all sitting in the same room. One person's been exposed to COVID. Like, uh, from a betting point of view, I spoke to Tristan uh, from Top Sport and that, they just couldn't make a market because it was just impossible to bet on that game, a line and everything like that because they weren't going to have a proper team. Now, this could play havoc later on down the year, as you just said, but that was ridiculous from the Denver Broncos. And I think the NFL should, be, should come down them on, on them particularly hard.
0: Yeah, look, I think I think it was careless by the Broncos quarterback group. All three of them not wearing masks, coming in in contact with with a close contact. I'm pretty sure it was Jeff Driscoll. And you know, it's it's careless by them. Like they need to be fined. They need to be punished because they put their team in a position they shouldn't have been in. And you've got someone like Blake Bortles, who's on their practice squad, who has been made ineligible. And probably the only chance Blake Bortles would have got to get back on an NFL field would have been on the weekend. He didn't wear a mask. He hurt his team. And eventually, you know, he hurt himself as well. Yeah, he did. The
1: New Orleans Saints, 31-3. I think the uh, Hinton, who played, hasn't played quarterback since college. It was on the practice squad. One for nine uh, and just ridiculous. And it not only costs... Betters and money and stuff like that, but fantasy players as well.
0: Yeah, as we know, just probably, quickly, um, Sowie, too. Yeah. They, they, they they picked this young fella off the practice squad who yeah. played QB in college and he converted to wide receiver. He hadn't had any snaps during training during the week. Um, you know, barely played quarterback for four years. Um, it was obviously really tough to watch, but you know, you got to give the kid uh, a bit of praise. You know, he went out there and gave it a go. It wasn't his day, but um, you know, geez, what a story.
1: A great story. I'm not bagging the player at all. I think it's, it would be impossible. I mean, none of us would be able to step in and do that. Vice versa. They wouldn't be able to come over and play our game. But uh, one person that probably was uh, ringing the Denver Broncos for a max contract was Julian Edelman, who played high school uh, quarterback as well, as we always <laughs> know. Okay, uh, Will Fuller of the Houston Texans has been suspended for six games. Uh, he released a statement on Instagram uh, saying earlier this year he sought treatment from a medical professional about some prescribed medic." Uh, medication that he believed to be uh, in conjunction with the NFL drug policy. As it turns out, uh, this uh, information was misplaced and uh, t- pretty much he's been suspended for six games by the NFL. Jeez, uh, the, the Houston Texans, they're not doing their best player into Sean Watson any favours. They trade away DeAndre Hopkins, who's a top three, maybe top two wide receiver. Now they've, they've come up with more problems. Uh, the Bill O'Brien hire was, uh, I guess... Controversial one uh, when he came out of college, but now it's all gone backwards. This, this they haven't been good for a long, long time. I feel like they're going to waste Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson's talents.
0: Yeah, look, I think this is just another sad thing to come out of what's been a terrible year for the Texans. Obviously, they that trade in the in the off season, which was you know we all know which was terrible to lose that wide receiver talent in, in Hopkins. And um, but look, I think you know. <laughs> The thing that I find funny here is, and it's so different over in America, as we always speak about. And the thing with with PEDs, performance enhancing drugs, in America is, the NFL they've got their own drug policy where you know they're not governed by wider, unlike us. For example, in the NRL, the AFL, you know, a lot of other sports, we're governed by wider rules. Where the NFL, they make their own rules. So you know, Will Fuller's. (laughs) We don't know what Will, Will Fuller's gone out there and exactly taken. But he's getting suspended six games. So I mean, you know, and after he comes you're, back from okay. the you sixth-
1: <laughs> you're a player, so you can't say too much. All right. Here's what's happened: the NRL are governed by the world body, the, N- yeah. uh, the NFL govern themselves. To be suspended by a government, uh, an NFL that's governed themselves. <laughs> All right, you don't get misplaced by the by the by the doctor. You've gone out of the realms of what you know is illegal, and you've gone over there and you've gone bang. on want to take it, and now it's suspended for six games. That's pretty much the gist of it.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And also, what I'm saying is, like in America, there's like a different culture in terms of like drug use. Where if that happened in Australia, where an athlete got um, tested positive for taking drugs you know they would severely cop a, a pretty hefty punishment probably when we're looking at like a long term out of the game potential fines lots of contracts and obviously in this, in this example like Will Fuller I'm pretty sure has been released by the Texans but he's been suspended for six games like six games really like and then he's able to come back and play so you know that's I think what, what we're, we're different down under we do things a little differently as you know
1: and that is the benefit of uh, the commissioner uh, Roger Goodell getting paid forty-five million dollars a year. Forty-five. That's right. Oh, the guy who runs the game over there and runs his own rules, makes his own rules. Forty-five million dollars a year. Okay. Uh, now that there's only the two of us. We've got plenty. We can just make the show up as we go along. But uh, let's get stuck into your Cleveland Browns. They eked uh, out a win over the Bengals, 27-25, Um, you could look at this two ways from my point of view, and I'll let you go uh, as long as you like because you're the Browns fan. But for me, um, this is a team that, that, that was a huge win. You don't look at it like they just beat the Bengals. You look at it like it's the Cleveland Browns. This is a game that they probably should have lost and they probably would have lost in the past. But there seems to be some momentum building around the Cleveland Browns are they getting enough recognition or enough credit at eight and three? I don't think so. But when you eke out a win like that, 27-25, you can look at it two ways. Either you're lucky or you're really good and just didn't have a good day, but you're still good enough to win. What do you think?
0: Yeah, definitely. Look, I think, you know, with a game on the weekend, they were expected to beat the Jaguars and they did 27-25. But, you know, the sign of a good team is when you... I guess, don't play your best, but still come away with a win. And one thing I noticed, you know, especially in this game, was I didn't think Baker was very accurate with the ball. I thought he had a tremendous passing game. I thought Jarvis Lindsay probably had his best game in, in years. But the fact that the Browns are sitting at 8-3, and three and they're kind of going under the radar, and I do think that people aren't giving oh, them Dez enough Hasler. credit.
1: Des Hasler. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're not giving them enough credit at the moment. Like the Browns have a, a losing history. We've got a losing history. We don't make the playoffs, and at the moment we're sitting in the wild card position. So I mean, you know, I'm, I'm happy for the team to go under the radar because you know let, let other teams take the credit, and we'll just we'll just keep you know moving the rock with the two best running backs in the game at the moment.
1: 8-3 uh, and three at the moment, obviously behind the Pittsburgh Steelers in the AFC North. But uh, you, you've probably, I mean, not safe, but you definitely put yourself in the frame. Uh, the Miami Dolphins are there or thereabouts. The Indianapolis Colts, uh, they had a bad loss to the Titans in a division game uh, on the weekend. What's their record going to be in the end? And can they make any noise in the playoffs of Browns? Or is this just a building year where you get there for the first time and you think, okay, we really want to be back there And next year is the one that we really see the Cleveland Browns potentially in that Super Bowl conversation.
0: Yeah. Look, I I thought that probably, probably not last year, but the year before in Baker's first year, like I thought Mm. that was a building year. Like Baker came in, he got drafted and he didn't start the year at quarterback. He was behind Tyrod Taylor, but then he came in the Browns, you know, had a great record. They won. They did. They missed the playoffs, just missed the playoffs. But then last year, obviously dropped off a little bit. Now this year, back on the incline. So, I mean, I expect them to make the playoffs. I think they've been playing well enough and consistent enough to be there. Do I expect them to win in the playoffs? That's probably another question. They probably need to show me a bit more. And the person who does need to show me a bit more is probably Baker. Look, I'm very confident with the running game. You know, I think having the two running backs, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, I think to really complement each other, do do a great job, I think Chubb, you know hasn't missed a beat since he's come back but you know like i said on the weekend i thought baker was a little bit off he, he missed open receivers where you know there was clear touchdowns available and, and i think now we've got uh, miles garrett who before he was on the COVID list, was having an mvp caliber season you know um still i still like to see a little bit more uh the question on at moving the chains on twitter you can
1: go on there and leave your comments studs studs, whatever you want to talk about uh we've got interaction there of course we do all the game wrap ups uh, thanks to our main man uh, doing it all frosty I think he's very very busy he's very very detailed He's the Dan Frost official we are absolutely loving the content that he's throwing out pretty much because we don't have to do it uh, but uh, at moving the chains on Twitter will Baker Mayfield be traded if the Browns don't make the playoffs uh, if the Browns don't make the playoffs do they move on from Baker Mayfield what do you think Chad
0: I don't think so. I think the fact that Baker's still on his rookie contract, I think, you know, they're getting value for money at at the moment. He's not someone who's going to go out there and probably demand a a big trade or or big money at the moment. I think, you know, what they're getting, you know, obviously he was the number one pick, so there comes expectation. But um, yeah, look, I think Baker probably still gets another year at the Browns next year. Yep. We'll have to wait and see uh,
1: what the people say on Twitter. We'll try and review some of those Twitter questions from week to week as well. I'll, uh, I'll get, uh, I'll get onto it and get a sponsor for that. Don't worry about that. Okay. Uh, let's quickly wrap up the rest of the AFC. Uh, they're the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, here they are Raider Nation. Uh, he can't be here tonight, but he's here in spirit. So I'll, uh, I'll put the uh, Raider Nation shirt on just here. And um, oh, look,
0: wake me up. It's, oh. uh, it was,
1: look, it was a tough day. Let's go uh, through
0: Derek Carr's stats from the weekend, shall Derek we? Derek Carr
1: was one of the only people in NFL history to record a minus as quarterback. Minus one point
0: four zero. He's going to be happy with that, Raider Nation. You heard it here first. You yeah. done for twenty twenty. You done. Took, they took a big L on the weekend, Sally. forty three to six. Look, I, I didn't think it was uh, the Falcons. To the Falcons, yeah. Look, I didn't think it was uh, Derek's best game. And I know we've gave, given Dickie a lot of shit this year about the Raiders. But I've actually probably been a little bit surprised. I thought they've gone better than they actually have. And, and I think that's probably, you know, we like I said, we give Derek a lot of crap. But I think he's he's played better than we expected. And would you agree? I, I, I do. But... It's funny that the
1: narrative has changed around the Las Vegas Raiders, right? Because start of the year, I didn't have them over five wins, right? Yeah. Yep. They're six and five at the moment. Like that they, yeah. for, the, for the great season that they've had and all the pump ups and, and all the coverage and shit that we've given Dickie, you, you put that aside. <laughs> okay. They're just above 500. They're going to miss the playoffs. They're done. Uh, of course, the Kansas city chiefs, they continue to roll Patrick Mahomes uh, a talk last week, Chad, about, uh, I, I think two weeks ago when I was on, sorry, Russell Wilson being the MVP,
0: it's Patrick Mahomes to lose, right? Yeah, definitely. Look, I think Russ has probably been a little bit quiet over the last few weeks. And I think, you know, the thing with Patrick Mahomes is we kind of expect what he does week in, week out. You know, you look at the, the game. It's it, unfair. It is. It, and he's too good. And we, we expect that from him. Like he he's lighting up every single game. He's putting up numbers. He's He's, I think, Quote me if I'm wrong, Sarah, but I'm pretty sure the top two leading receivers at the moment are his tight end, Travis Kelsey and his receiver Tyreek Hill. So, you know, that's before the- today's game, DK
1: Metcalf overtook both of them, but to have two out of the three oh. and one of them be a tight end is an amazing performance. Uh, I don't want to cut you off, but I want to keep going. Uh, the NFC uh, is shaping up an absolute shit show in the NFC East. Uh, the New York Giants, that's right. You New York Giants fans, well done for you. Uh, you're 4-7 and seven, you're four and, seven, and you're leading the NFC East. That's right. You would get a home <laughs> playoff game if the NFL stopped and went to the playoffs right now. You would play somewhere. Sally, just quickly, yeah. who, wins, who wins the NFC East? One, one word answer. Dallas. Okay. There you go. I just, it's a shit show. Honestly, it's that shit to watch. Uh, you don't even watch it. You just, you just see, I mean, Philadelphia lost today. Unbelievable. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, uh, they continue to roll. They look really, really strong. Minnesota Vikings, they're hanging around. They're like a bad mm. smell. You don't know if they're good. You don't know if they're bad. But Dalvin Cook, Ken Kirk Cousins do something towards the back end in these last uh, five games? i we'll have to wait and see. And the in Saints uh, absolutely steamrolling the NFC South. Let's get to the Buccaneers. But uh, just quickly, NFC West, I'll pose the same question to you. Who wins that? One word. Um, Jeez. Let me
0: have a quick look here. Look, I think See,
1: Arizona, I'll i just want you having a look. Arizona, uh, they lose one that they should have won on the weekend uh, and yeah. that's coming out later in studs or duds but yep. San Francisco Ike had a win over the Rams
0: like they're all sort of so tight playing each other but Seattle still hold the box seat. Yeah, this to me was probably one of the most intriguing tightest divisions at the start of the year. I think it's probably had the most consistent in terms of wins but I'm, I'm going to go with the Seahawks. I think you know, let Russ cook. I'm, I'm on that. I'm on that train, and, and I like Russ, and I like DK. I think he's had an amazing season.
1: I think the Rams win that one. Um, I think there might be a little bit of value there if you can still get on that uh, for Top Sport, which you will be able to. Okay, uh, let's get to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 27-24, they lose to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. But all the talk is about Tom Brady, and uh, I mean, and Bruce Arians to a certain extent. But how do you see this? Because ESPN, um, obviously, they debate and they take sides and all this kind of stuff. And, and in our previews, we don't take sides. If we both agree, we both agree. Um, is it bad coaching or bad quarterbacking?
0: Yeah, look, I, I think it's bad coaching. I, I, I am sick to death of seeing Bruce Arians blame and talk about Tom Brady. Like it's it's Tom takes a bit of the blame, blame there's no doubt. But this team, they're not playing to their potential at the moment. They've got probably the most star started receiving core in the, in the league, yeah, Tom hasn't, you know, uh, been, I guess, been elite accurate. But I think, you know, the amount of quotes I see from Bruce Arians week in, week yeah. out. Yeah, it's okay to say a few things here and there. But it's got to the point, in my opinion, where I'm thinking, Bruce, shut your mouth, mate. Like, it sounds like it's it's too much. Like, this is Tom Brady. Like, you, you treat him differently. And that might sound a little bit odd, but like... Tom Tom knows what he's doing and I just feel like he's probably overstepped the mark a little
1: bit. Hey Hey Bruce Arians, uh, zero rings in however long you've spent in the NFL. All right, the goats got 6. Yeah. So shut the F up and let the game cook. <laughs> uh, Bruce Arians will be sacked this year. Uh, the end of this year, they'll get in a coach. I think Josh McDaniels might make the move to Tampa Bay. You heard it here first. Yeah, right. Uh, all right, let's get uh, moving in here. Uh, let's keep the show rolling on. Um, let's Philadelphia uh, Eagles, they've got Jalen Hurts uh, in terms of their quarterback back up. Is it time for him to start in Philly? Um, my opinion on this is... I don't see what he would get out of starting this year. He hasn't had a full off season. He hasn't had the reps under his belt. I know Carson Wentz is struggling, but it's a shitty division. This Losing this division uh, this year would probably not hurt them as much as previous years because it's such a bad division. Yep. No one is winning a playoff game out of this. You don't need to rush this kid in. Let's let's just let him get the reps this year. Let him get a full off season under his belt and and come back then because if you bench Carson Wentz, you're gonna have to trade him, right?
0: Yeah. Look, I think at at the moment it doesn't look good for Carson Wentz. I've just put up his stats here: 14 mm-hmm. touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Like, Man. you know, that's obviously that's not a very good ratio. And um, you know, I think when you're talking about uh, first take before, and I watch a lot of first take in ESPN, and you know, they were debating, uh, you know, Wentz and, and the yep. fact that it was I think it was only two years ago he was having an MB, MVP yeah. caliber season, but um, yeah, the, the thing that really intrigues me is the decision to draft Jalen Hurts in the second round this year. Mm-hmm. Jalen coming out of um, Alabama, and the thing to me was like, look, we've, we're have we filthy. We've given Carson Wentz this big contract, but we're not 100% confident in you at the moment. So we're going to take a quarterback in the second round. To bring in and put a bit of pressure on you. And at the moment, it looks like Carson Wentz is feels like he's playing with a lot of pressure. Looks like he's not trying to stuff up. Doesn't yeah. look like he's going out there to play with confidence and find open receivers. And, and, and play like he did just only a few years ago. Here's what
1: was weird about the Jalen Hurts uh, pick in round two. He transferred from Alabama uh, to Oklahoma, the Sooners, when he lost his job to Tua. Um, and then played a season there. So it's not like he was a top quarterback. Like, mm. you know, he, he, he wasn't better than Tua uh, and we could see that. That's fine. And, and he, he was great. But they would have to change. Uh, I think Dan Orlovsky was saying they would have to change their whole playbook to go around Jalen Hurts. Like it would have to be a complete rebuild. I don't know if you can do that at three and seven and yeah. one, sorry, in a shit division versus giving him the whole offseason. season. Uh, Peterson will get sacked this year, I believe. And then you have a new coach come in Maybe it is uh, Riley Scott from uh, Lincoln Riley, sorry, beg your pardon, from the, from the Sooners, the quarterback whisperer who had him there, who got the best yeah. out of him. Maybe he comes back in, uh, comes into the NFL, and they try and get that system going. But they would have to change the whole way that they play, and they're not good enough to do that. But anyway, uh, too much time spent on the uh, shitty Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, uh, now it is time. Well, there's only two of us this week, but uh, the best sound in the world for all you NFL lovers out there. Here we go.
0: Yes. Okay,
1: Sundays. it is now time for studs and duds. Don't go running to your TV. It's just the <laughs> move on the chains, boys. Given their opinion on studs and duds this week, uh, my uh, stud this week—well, every week—Derek Henry. Gee, whiz! Oh, Jesus. Three touchdowns, 178 yards, 27 carries, uh, two receptions as well. Like absolutely ridiculous. Carved up the Indianapolis Colts by himself. Uh, sneaky MVP talk.
0: Yeah, I I think so. I think so. I think he's definitely out there. It's just the consistency. Yes. Absolute beast. The game on the weekend, again, it's the same thing as Mahomes. We expect that from him at the moment. Is he a chance of winning it? Um, I'll I'll
1: just quickly divert. Because Patrick Mahomes is like the LeBron James, right? He's so Mm. good. We expect it. He gets there. He gets the job done. But everyone's like, well, we could give it to him every year. Yeah. Is it time to to reward Derrick Henry? This is the second year he's done it in a row.
0: Yeah, I, I think I, – I agree. I think you've got a great point there. I think, you know, it's probably, in all fairness to, I guess, Patrick Mahomes and quarterbacks, and I'm a massive quarterback fan, but I think it's probably harder to do at the running back position. Yeah. you agree? Well, you've got to you've got to rely on something you got to make so many more plays. You know, it's not about. Anyway, I
1: think they they both uh, are obviously neck and neck uh, as well as Russell Wilson. Okay, my dud this week was Kyler Murray. Now I tipped him to win the MVP a couple of weeks ago. Jeez, he stunk it up, didn't he? Uh, only 170 yards for a kid that has so much talent. Uh, five carries. When I feel like his career, Chad, is going to be defined by if he has seven carries for 50 yards, they're going to win mm. because it'll open up so much more. Anything under 50 yards or 55 yeah. yards, he's going to struggle because people are going to make him throw the ball and he's so yeah. tiny. So if you can key on that run a little bit and make him throw some tough passes and you know, take out DeAndre Hopkins, maybe just get a little bit under with Fitzgerald, you may find Kyler Murray struggle.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think the fact that he's he's shown what he can do with his feet. So, you know, people you know, or defensive coordinators are going to try and force him to stay in the pocket and see what he yeah. can do throwing the ball. Okay, studs or duds for Chad
1: Townsend this week. Uh, where yeah. are you going, brother?
0: Yeah, look, uh, my stud this week was Jarvis Landry, the Browns wide receiver. Look, I thought he had probably one of his best games for a long time, 8 of 11, 143 yards and one touchdown. So he was magnificent. My data this week was the Broncos quarterbacks. We spoke about it before, oh, but you're but a dog. Boys. You're a dog. Boys. You loved
1: him. You loved him in the start of the show. Now you're pay paying him out or you're paying the quarterbacks out. All of them.
0: I'm 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 not I'm not taking the, the young fella who started. I, I'm looking at Drew Locke, uh Rippian and uh Bordles. Like you, and... you've got a chance to have your shot. You've been told to wear a mask for how long? All season. All you've got to do is wear a mask stay 1.5 metres away from each other, and you get a shot to start in the NFL. Oh, and by the way, you're earning come millions of dollars. Yeah, come. you probably get $30,000 to play the game. Like,
1: come <laughs> on, man. Come on, man. We're, we're going to have to bring in uh, some stuff next year. I've got so many more ideas. After It's been 27 weeks this show, and we're, we're happy. <laughs> With all the listeners, but uh, we're, we're getting into the business part of the season. Uh, all right, uh, let's talk uh, a little bit of betting here. For those people that are having a bet, please do it responsibly. And, of course, we do do, we do, do it for Top Sport, our major sponsor of the Moving the Chains podcast. Uh, let's do some multis. Uh, I don't know if anyone cashed uh, last week. I was away, but uh, I'm going the overs this week. I just think it's going to be a big week. Uh, I looked at Browns-Titans. That's the overs. I think it's about 55 points. The Browns will leak plenty. The Titans will score plenty. Colts-Texans is probably uh, the same. I think that both those teams... Uh, can air the ball out but also leak some soft points as Indianapolis did last week. The, the one that, that I'm worried about is Lions v. Bears. Real, two real shitty teams. Uh, they might not be able to score a touchdown, but I took the overs anyway in the hope that Kenny Galladay, uh, whatever he's suffering from, uh, decides to come back for the year. <laughs> $7.03 on Top Sport. Uh, go on there. And, uh, of course, we do it all for charity,
0: Chad. Yeah, 100% salary. Look, at great calls uh, by Tristan and the boys at Top Sport. I am just looking at my picks this week. And I've got uh, the Colts over the Texans at $1.61. I just think that, you know, the Texans at the moment are just, you know, they're not going Who's he going to throw to? Yeah, exactly. And I'll, I've got a, someone from my Colonel Beko fantasy player to watch this week who we'll get into next quickly. But um, that's a great question. And my next one here I'm looking at is the Cardinals over the Rams. Look, Ooh. this is one I'm going out there a little bit, but I think if the Cardinals are going to show... Anything that they're a chance to make in the playoffs and going for a run at the end of this year, they need to win this game. It's a division matchup. They must beat the Rams to show that they're a force to reckon with, and that's a total combined of $3.91. Thanks to topsport.com.au.
1: Yeah, go on there and check out the new app, of course, and uh, please gamble responsibly. Okay, Uh, he's not here this week. He's had a baby, and uh, he's having sleepless nights, and you and I know what uh, that is about, but it is now time for this. It is now time for the Trent Copeland Cronulla Beer Co fantasy player of the week to watch. Make sure you go to CronullaBeerCo.com.au to get your beer order in now.
0: Yo, let's get it. Let's get it. Uh,
1: Cronulla Beer Co fantasy player to watch now. Uh, for the people that have been following it or haven't been following it, maybe this is your first episode, but Chad Townsend and his mates have started a beer company, right? Where they they've started their own beer. And it's out everywhere in Cronulla. It's only in Cronulla. It's Cronulla Beer Co. You can't get it anywhere else. It's impossible to get anywhere else. I'll tell you where <laughs> else it's impossible to get. Heathcote. Um, <laughs> unbelievable that the sponsors of this show haven't hooked the boys up. But take it away, Chad. Uh, who's the Cronulla Beer Co Fantasy Player uh, of the Week to watch?
0: Yeah, look, so Look, firstly, I do apologise to the boys. Look, we've, we've actually been run dry at the moment. We're trying our best to try mm. to increase production, keep up with demand. But... Um, it's been an amazing journey so far and I can't wait for what's in store but this week the fantasy player to watch and if you're looking for someone to potentially pick up off the waivers and chuck into your lineup as a streamer or wide receiver two or flex position look I think you're probably you know worth looking at Kiki Kati now the wide receiver for the Texans will come in It will definitely get more of a share of a look at the, at the reps with Deshaun Watson this week and we spoke about who Deshaun Watson's going to throw to this <laughs> week well it hopefully is Kiki otherwise I'll hear about it on next week's episode
1: Uh, I'm sure you will Uh, of course our moving the chains invitational fantasy league is heating up as well team Aaron Vassini looks unbeatable with his team he had Tyreek Hill who uh, recorded I think it was the second or third highest uh, individual point score in the PPR uh, history. The highest is still Jerry Rice. who scored five touchdowns, which is unbelievable. But uh, keep an eye out for that. We'll do all those updates next week. Big thank you to Top Sport, Cronulla Beer uh, for all their sponsorship. Have a good one. Stay safe. Uh, gamble responsibly if you're having a punt. We'll see you next week.